received an email from a Limerick mum about the behaviour of her daughter during their holiday recently. Did you experience your children not wanting to be separated from you while on holiday? Well, here's what we got. Joe, we were on holiday in Ireland during this month and my daughter, who's seven years of age, became very clingy. She was constantly monitoring myself or her dad throughout the week. For example, if one of us left the table at a restaurant, she wanted to know where we were going or what we were doing. As a couple, myself and my husband celebrated a milestone in our relationship and we planned to go out for a night together, minus the children. And as you can imagine, Joe, these breaks don't happen too often so we were looking forward to the night out. Our daughter became extremely upset when we told her and she didn't want us to go out. She's two younger siblings and they didn't care at all. We felt it was an extreme reaction. We didn't get angry with her. We tried to talk to her and understand why, but she just didn't want us to leave her. We were baffled. She's never behaved like this at home. When we didn't cancel our night out, we could see she wasn't herself all day. She was pale, quiet and borderline upset. So we cancelled our night out and told her we'd stay at our accommodation for the night. Uh, From our chats with her, we found out she would have been fine if we were at home. She could give no reason as to why she felt this way while on holiday. So we're at a loss. She gets on extremely well with our relatives, so the minder wasn't the issue. We're home a week and she's acting completely normal. We're going to Garth Brooks in September and she's been minded in her own home again by the same relatives and she's no issue with it. I can't help wonder why she behaved this way on our holiday and should we be concerned? And that's an email from a Limerick mum to Limerick Today at live95.ie. Dr. Mally Coyne, clinical psychologist, joins me on the line. Morning to you, Mally. Good morning. How are you? Do you have suggestions for this mother? Yeah, I mean, I suppose at the beginning of the email, I was thinking, you know, is is this going to become a regular thing at home, Um, you know, in terms of separation anxiety? And lots of kids, by the way, of that age go through periods of separation anxiety. Something rattles their sense of safety. That's what it is, really. It's something rattles your sense of safety. Sometimes children know what that is, and very often they don't know what it is. And they express their fears and their anxiety in very physical ways. And, you know, and, and clinginess is just one of those ways that, that they can. Um, at the moment, my almost nine-year-old is going through a little bit of a period of, of, you know, thinking that there's a fire or monsters or things like that. So we're kind of back into that phase a little bit. There's a small little bit of dropout or interference on your phone. If not, you can move it around just a tiny bit so we can hear you a little more clearly. Yeah, um, I can move to another... Yeah. Location. We just, we just see just a small little bit. Just important what you're saying. We want to make sure we can hear you properly. Yeah. Can you hear me yes, now? Yes, that's a bit better. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I suppose it's it's it can be quite you know like a usual thing for children who are more prone to anxiety, and that's about fifteen percent of us children and adults that are prone to anxiety and worries. Um, I suppose what I found interesting about this email is that the little girl. It doesn't experience any of that when she's not um, when she's at home, which is a positive thing. So I'd, I wouldn't be overly concerned about it. But I suppose you know the parents want to be able to go on holidays again, and and you know for the for the child to feel settled when they're on holidays. Um, 
And I suppose in that situation, you could ask your child, you know, what, what do you think it was about being on holidays that's different to being at home? And what, what felt less safe about being on holidays? Obviously, the girl just felt feels more safe at home than she does on holidays. So if a child in general behaves differently when on holidays to the point of disturbing the break, how should parents handle it? I think the most important thing is to stay calm as a parent. And it can be really frustrating, obviously, you know, for this couple, I'm thinking they haven't, you know, they're celebrating a relationship milestone. And obviously, they want to go out in that situation. And they had planned it. I think remaining calm and, and knowing that you are the anchor to your child. And if you're not calm, and if you're kind of, you know, they're in a stormy place. So if you also, like, respond with a storm and frustration or, you know, and all of that, that'll kind of, that'll tell your child that the threat just got bigger, to be honest. Um, And and is it, if someone is on holidays and obviously the circumstances are different on a break, routines are different, is that often the root cause? It might affect every child, but it could affect some. Yeah, that's a really good point um, that... You know, we all know when we're on holidays, we're going to bed at crazy times. We're eating, you know, we're eating stuff we wouldn't usually be eating. And our whole routine and predictability is out the window, which which when we're at home, it's less so like that. I mean, during the summer can be hard anyway, but I think people hopefully are starting to get back into some type of routines in advance of school in two weeks. But you're totally right. I think when it, uh, this particular child probably you know, really, really benefits from having that bit of routine, that bit of predictability. I would also say unpacking her worry. So you might you might say to this child, like, what was it? Okay, so you were worried about mommy and daddy going out. What were you worried might happen? What part of mommy and daddy going out is different when we're on holidays than when we're at home? If she can't use the words to say it, get her to do it, get her to draw the two different scenarios on on a page. You know, so mommy and daddy going out when we're on holidays, mommy and daddy going out when we're at home. What's different about the two pictures? Um, I think that's really important. And, and I, I think the most important thing is validating her and saying, oh, you know, you were, you were, you, you know, you felt really unsafe when we said we were going to be going out. And I'm sorry you felt that way, darling. And obviously they did respond by not going out, which, I mean, in a way, if this was a pattern of them responding and, you know, kind of not going out anymore, I would say that's an issue uh, because obviously they need to live their lives as well. Well, well but, funny, that's yeah. the one point in the letter where I yeah. went, uh, what I wondered about, uh, again, you can't talk about any single specific situation, but we're talking to Dr. Mally Coyne, clinical psychologist, about this. Uh, where is the line between handling something maturely with a child and pandering to the point that they control everything. Yeah, and, and that's right. I mean, in a way, you have to find the line. But I think when you're on holidays, it's about damage limitation. And, like, they are in a place that they're not familiar with. And I don't know who was minding them that night. It could have well, been it was, somebody. It was a relative. Who, it was a relative. a relative they get on well with. So. Okay, yeah. Again, you see, it probably came out of uh, out of nowhere that the child was scared and they didn't have enough time to really kind of figure out why are they scared, what's going on, is there anything that we can do to help them feel less scared? Because I suppose you can say that to your child, you know, like if you, if you, but I, I just, I prefer an example, I suppose, it would be really interesting to see like how she's going to react to them going out when they're at home again, because I think it can be an ask 
to for a child to be in a location that they're not used to for them to for them to just say okay well we're going out regardless do you know but mm. you know because that can be really scary you, for a child you know you hear of situations and you sometimes wonder whether people are sparing your feelings or not where a decision is made right well the child is upset we've done our best we've tried to explain it but you know we're going out and they do and come back and then they're told by whoever's minding them oh you weren't gone five minutes when he or she was off doing their own thing and happy uh, out yeah no and that happens and it happened to so many of us leaving our kids in you know places when they were really young and they were crying and we had to leave them because we had to go to work and then two minutes later the staff member rings you and says they're totally fine that's fair enough but i think in that situation I, like in like it, the book that i wrote I, I very much kind of emphasize the importance of saying you're leaving because i think kids lose trust in their parents i remember having a client in, to me one day and the child was very anxious the child was at home and i said to the parent where does your child think you are now and she said well i slipped out the back door and you know he's with his older sister or sibling or something like that do not slip out the back door because that is a surefire way of getting your child not to trust you so the separation has to be really clear if you're going to separate you have to tell them well you know mommy you know mommy and daddy are going or have to go out if you have to go out or mommy has to go out or daddy has to go out and i will contact you in in an hour or something like that i'll check in with you or something like that you have to kind of and then try to leave a bit of time if there's tears for them to have those tears before you go out so that you're not in a big rush as they're having those tears because you're not calm when you're in a big rush, you know what I mean? So you have to kind of almost rehearse it with them before you do it. And one other thing, Mally, and you alluded to it in that answer, um, we're coming up to a lot of change in routine, aren't we? Either kids back to school, going into a new school from primary to secondary, or indeed moving from childcare or home into primary school. Yes. Yeah, so I think it's really important to kind of, like, right now, just start preparing our children. I mean, that's what I'm doing with mine. Slowly but surely, have a look at the calendar. There's two weeks left. This is what we're doing this weekend. This is what you're, this is what's going on next week. And the week after then, we're starting school. Get them back into their routine and predictability. Kids thrive on this. And that's why it's no surprise with this woman who contacted that it was, that she was out of routine. And you made a really good point there about being out of routine. That kind of sends children's whole nervous systems into an unsafe place at times. So start, start that routine and predictability. Get them to wake the only way to get them to go to bed earlier is to wake them up earlier and commit to that right we're going to start waking up at eight o'clock every morning you know slowly but surely get back into that routine so that they're more tired at night to go to sleep and then start doing the what do we need now before we go back to school do we need to sort anything out don't let don't kind of go on ad nauseum about school because they still have two weeks off because if my parent was saying oh my god school and school and then yeah and maybe ask your your child what how do they feel about going back to school what are they looking forward to maybe what are they looking forward to less reconnect them with their friends you know like Very good, very good. All right, well, listen, all super advice this morning. Thank you so much uh, for it. I hope it helps the listener in question and listeners in general. That's Dr. Mally Coyne, clinical psychologist. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.